Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it. Gaming. Wait for it. Anime. Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty, and I'm back with a remastered episode of my ongoing series called Why You Should Watch Blank in Less Than 10 Minutes. And if you're new to the podcast, honestly, I love doing this series, and from the amount of downloads that these episodes seem to bring, I hope a lot of our audience is enjoying them as well. So because of that, starting with the remastered Demon Slayer episode I did last month, I'm going back in time to remaster some older episodes that I did back in 2019 and some early in 2020 when I wasn't really worried about editing the best final product possible. And because of that, the quality of those older episodes don't quite match what we've been doing over the past year. And I really think that this series deserves a fresh coat of paint. And for today's episodes, I'm going to cover the plot, the characters, the animation, and anything else I can fit in to convince you why you should watch the first season of The Promised Neverland in less than 10 minutes. Now, not only will this be a remastered episode, but this is one of those rare occasions where I'm only going to specifically recommend one season of the anime. Back when I did this for the first time, the first season was, and still is, a fantastic watch. And after picking up the manga shortly after, which is also a recommended read for me, I was enthralled with the promises, no pun intended, of what Season 2 was set to deliver. Then Season 2 arrived this year in 2021, and it not only refused to adapt arguably the best arc in the manga series, but it went full-on Tokyo Ghoul on us and chose to go with a somewhat original anime story instead. The end result was a poorly structured sophomore season, which served to pretty much end the series that should have gone on for many more successful seasons. Now, the reasons for this, the backlash, and all of the things in between is another discussion for another day, but I felt the need to at least bring it up for context. However, with all that being said, the first season of The Promised Neverland was worth dedicating an episode to recommend back then, and it still stands true today. This story takes place in the Gracefield House, an orphanage housing over 30 children with their quote-unquote mother, Isabella. They all live a very comfortable life, led by the bright and cheerful Emma and her two best friends, Norman and Ray. All of the children, but these three especially, are raised to be extremely intelligent, and while the orphans are allowed complete freedom within the orphanage, they're not allowed to go past the wall that stands between the house and the outside world. That is, until they're adopted. Now, it's a pretty safe guess to think that you're probably thinking something doesn't sound right here about this story, or maybe it's too good to be true. And our main characters start to discover the horrific truth of their upbringing as well, and what their purpose at this orphanage really is for. Now, while there are many characters in this show that deserve at least a mention, the main protagonists allow this story in the anime to soar, and that's going to be Emma, Ray, and Norman. Emma is a beaming light when there's nothing but darkness. She reaches for the impossible, always daring to push the limits that have been placed in front of her, and she's the character that keeps hope alive as the story plays out. Ray is quite the opposite. He's very smart, but in a way that makes him very pessimistic. 
displaying a blunt mixture of being skeptical yet cunning. And evening things up between the group dynamic is Norman, who's considered to be the genius of the group, being an expert strategist, always a step ahead of everyone else, but his love for Emma pushes him to defy logic and search for a path to save all the children that are in harm's way. I hope you guys are enjoying the episode so far. If you're looking to get started in podcasting or you're an experienced veteran looking to get serious, I wanted to take a quick moment before we continue to talk about our affiliate for this episode, Buzzsprout. Because you see, podcasting isn't that hard when you have the right partners. And the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. They get your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episodes. You can start with some gear that you already have in a quiet space, but if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So, once this episode's over, join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's one of the best ways you can help support our show. Now, the characters aren't the only great thing about this show. The animation for the show uh, is delivered by Cloverworks, which at one point was a rebrand of A1 Pictures. And if none of that makes sense, that's pretty much my way of saying the animation is good. You shouldn't walk in expecting God-tier animation. And with this show, it really doesn't need it. With a lot of the darker settings, one of the things that this show does that I personally liked was in the scenes where the panning of the camera around corners or up the stairs really played into the horror element the show blended into its story really well. And this show can be enjoyed both in sub and dub, though of course I watched it when it first came out in Japanese. That subbed cast was fantastic, and I've heard some decent things about the dub, but obviously can't speak too much to it. And the show is all over the place as far as streaming services go. Last I checked, it was available on Netflix, Hulu, Funimation, and Crunchyroll, so it's pretty convenient to find if you want to get into it. Overall, the first season of The Promised Neverland is an absolute thrill ride, playing to the horror anime themes by creating a 12-episode, high-stakes game of tag. It's a show that grips you by the cliffhanger at the end of episode 1 and doesn't let you go until you see the final moments play out on screen to end the season. Now, despite my word of warning, you can still watch season 2, which did just finish this year, and I did drop it about halfway through in just pure blind anger. Maybe me being a manga reader has made me biased, but I haven't heard much praise from anime-only fans of the show either. So because of that, I feel this is an anime you could easily stop watching after one amazing season and feel satisfied. And in the event they undo the criminal acts they placed on the second season, maybe getting a reboot that stays true to the manga, something like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood did back in the day, then you can easily jump into more of The Promised Neverland at that time. As a one-season, 12-episode journey, though, this is absolutely one worth adding to your watch list. And with all that out of the way, this is the end of our episode. If you're looking for some more content to binge, definitely make sure to check out our most recent anime episode in May, covering the Demon Slayer movie, our spoiler review. If you're looking for some other episodes from this series, I also discuss why you should watch Anohana or Beastars, two great series you should definitely check out. And this Wednesday is our ninth installment of Intro to Anime, a series that I love doing just like this one that I think you guys will enjoy, so make sure to come back this Wednesday and check that out. 
And the best way to keep up with all of that is to follow us on social media at Wait For It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at Wait For It Pod on Twitter. And you can find all of our episodes streaming pretty much anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many, many more. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.